Awesome. We are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Horizon Weekly Insider number, number 108. Today is October 18 of 2021. Thanks for joining us live here on Discord and YouTube. And please be aware that this call is being recorded and will also be available for you to check out later in our Horizon podcast in case you cannot make it to this call. Also, please remember to ask your questions on Menti for the team so we can answer them all at the end. Let's kick it off with our first update from the engineering department. I'll welcome now Alberto. Thank you, Angie. And uh, uh, so uh, let's start from last week where uh, we talked about the research we have been conducting about a specific consensus for sidechains uh, use cases that need their uh, super high transaction throughput. And we are talking about uh, 1000 transactions per second. So, uh, as you remember, uh, we conducted the workshop and then in the last days, uh, we moved on uh, by working on a design document that follows uh, what we discussed in, the, in discussing the workshop. And the next iteration will be a session to go through the document, to be able to finalize it and then uh, schedule the development activities. So. Uh, for what regards uh, Zendu, we are continuing working on several documents uh, uh, for the technical specification for our partners in order to have them uh, upgrade their integration with us. Uh, as mentioned last week, the guide for mining pools uh, has been finalized and also shared. So now we're waiting for their feedback. And for what regards the other two guides, and I mean the, uh, the guide for the exchanges uh, uh, and also the partners that are using our Explorer, we are currently finalizing them and we are going to share everything in the next few days. And, and here we are talking about the technical specifications that are needed for uh, upgrading uh, Zendu for this part. So uh, let's move on for with the ZK audit chain where uh, last week we finished working on the secret implementation for the next and last milestone, internally called milestone three. The unit tests for the circuit were also completed there. Okay, lastly, uh, uh, for what regards, uh, regards the next delivery, on the SDKA side, we have started the review of the design of the state restructuring. And these changes are, for example, needed to collect all the information uh, that are uh, needed to allow the generation of a state transition proof in a modular way when applying validating the block transactions. I mean, uh, for this, uh, this part is needed uh, um, because in the new SDK version, uh, you will need to generate a proof for every transaction. And these proofs are, let me say, somehow uh, connected to the current state of the blockchain. And considering also that the, um, the kind of a transaction can be customized, uh, in the design of the SDK, we want to provide a modular way for uh, adding, uh, uh, let me say, the, the, the specific part that will generate the specific data that is needed for generating the specific proof for a state transition. In such a way, uh, the developer will focus on so only on the specific components that are uh, needed, and uh, there will be an orchestrator that will be able to, how to say, call these components and uh, collect the information and then uh, generate the proof. So currently uh, we are in the design phase of this part of the of the changes 
and uh, and we're moving on with the uh, with the review of the document that is uh, describing these changes and one part of the design is also connected to uh, to these are the changes uh, that we are also applying uh, to the storage of the state where uh, we are conducting another design analysis because uh, we will, uh, uh, as I mentioned, uh, probably in the last weekly insider, uh, we will have a way for storing the state in a more atomic way. And uh, uh, so by applying the transitions and then committing them all at once also for, let me say, having a faster recovery if the node crashes in the middle of, the, of applying the state and so on. So this is another important point, part of the SDKA uh, that uh, we are currently working on. Okay, uh, now let's go on with the proving system uh, where we completed the second round of review on the implementation of the endomorphism and we call the endomorph gadget. And a few other changes uh, were requested. Uh, so we're addressing them and next step will be final code review. Always uh, on the proving system side, we started in the implementation for uh, the refactoring of the Marlin repository and is currently going on. Finally, on the circuit side, we are continuing working on the main chain block reference circuit, and so the implementation of it is currently ongoing. And I think that's all. Maybe Luca has something to add here. Yeah, I just wanted to say before we move on that here in the office today, we have one of the Zen legends, <laughs> Gustavo. Want to say something? Hey guys, just want to say hello to the community and uh, just a little backstory. The last time I was here, it was still pre COVID in, uh, in our old office. And uh, after one year and a half, and you guys, you know how hard this been last two years has been. And it's incredible how much the team has grown this past year and how much they work the work they are tackling now. So definitely exciting times ahead, and I'm I'm happy to be here. Glad to have you here, Gustavo. Back Thank to you, Angie. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alberto Luca, for the great updates. Also hearing about you, Gustavo. I hope you're having a great time at the office. Uh, I think everyone misses you. <laughs> and um, okay, awesome. So let's continue with the BD updates and I'll welcome now Lano. Thanks, Angie. Hey, everyone. So as we know, Grayscale has Grayscale Horizon Trust that enables investors to gain exposure to Zen in the form of a security. And every trust there starts as a, as a private placement and then goes through the multi-step process for greater liquidity and market access. And today Grayscale announced that they have received approval for the public quotations of eligible shares of their Grayscale Horizon Trust, which means that this trust has been uh, has begun trading under symbol of HZEN on the OTC EQX market, which is provided and operated by the OTC Markets Group. Now, this means that the trust has been elevated to publicly traded security and all qualified investors can get exposure to Horizon as a publicly quoted security on a US market. Great to see the continued support for our ecosystem from Grayscale and DCG. And that's all from me. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, Vano. Next, we have Lucy with the marketing updates. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Um, so last week, we officially released the announcement for the Zendu testnet. Uh, this is a major uh, milestone uh, and really the last step before launching Zendu to mainnet. So 
really congratulations to our engineering team. It's a huge uh, accomplishment. And uh, I know everyone worked really, really hard on uh, delivering that uh, uh, milestone. And so if you are developers, uh, you can start play uh, with the latest version of Zendu on the uh, production-like environment testnet. You can get the uh, instructions and free test Zen through our early adopt program uh, website. And also in the announcement, we mentioned that we were going to uh, launch a bounty program, a bug bounty program uh, with the largest and the most prominent uh, ethical hacker platform, uh, HackerOne. The uh, uh, bounty program has been activated today, actually. So it's currently in private uh, private mode, which means it's uh, invitation only. Only eligible hackers visit by HackerOne will be invited to uh, uh, participate. Uh, we will open the program up to the public in the future. So um, once that happens, uh, we will notify our developer uh, community. So please make sure that you are uh, enrolled our early adopt program so you can be notified for something like that. Uh, and then also to uh, uh, celebrate the Zendu testnet release, uh, we are hosting a community giveaway. Everyone who participates will have a chance to win some Zen or uh, some Horizon swag. Um, also, we published a, uh, a really good article created by Toju from our team. Uh, the article is called uh, uh, Bringing NFTs to the Enterprise World Using Zero-Knowledge Proofs. Uh, the article describes the NFT trend, the uh, uh, enterprise opportunities, and the missing link connecting NFTs and enterprise adoptions. So that um, that missing link is privacy. I told you uh, explains in the article how Horizon technology can leverage zero knowledge to tackle the uh, privacy issues and uh, bring the real world adoption to uh, uh, of NFTs. So it's a, it's a very educational and also very insightful. I strongly recommend it. Uh, please check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, Tojo also has written about other interesting uh, um, topics. We will publish them this week and in the coming weeks. So really a lot of great reading materials coming your way. We also integrated our RSS uh, news feed with the crypto.com. Uh, so that means people who visit uh, the uh, uh, Horizon project page on crypto.com can read our latest news. So uh, we have a lot more uh, exciting news in our pipeline in the next few weeks. Uh, uh, stay tuned. And I believe Erica has some updates about Ambassador Program. Erica. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, so Manon and I have been working to put together some new ideas and plans for the Ambassador Program. And I'm really excited about some of the ideas we've come up with. Uh, this new plan will include um, some additional HDE tasks and rolling out some new ideas that we've come up with. Uh, HDE tasks will include include content creation and testing out Zen Do on testnet. Um, we also are coming up with other ways to participate in the greater horizon ecosystem and earn Zen. Uh, our ambassador Paul last week also wrote a really great article about his journey as an ambassador. Um, so the article covers recent project updates for Horizon and just his overall experience in the program. So please give it a check out. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Lucy and Erica, for the updates. Now let's continue with Rosario for the product and engineering section. Hi, everyone. It's uh, uh, calling in from the Milan office. Great to see Gustavo and to continue working with our 
engineering and product teams here in Milan. Uh, it's uh, so for those that uh, didn't uh, necessarily catch this, but just to expand on uh, one of Lucy's comment regarding HackerOne. So uh, Zendu is on the public testnet, which is a great milestone for us. And we've joined forces with HackerOne because we want to continue uh, making Zendu uh, a very robust and secure uh, blockchain. So this is a major upgrade. And, and we, we do want this separate set of eyes. Uh, and just um, also another reminder is that we've conducted two audits on Zendu so far. And we, we hired companies that were related to the specific area so one was a blockchain and then the other one is a, a company ncc focused on the the zero knowledge components so zendu is is already been audited by third parties uh, but we want to welcome additional individuals to uh, make the zendu uh, blockchain very secure so a focus area for for us as a team is to open up the ecosystem Zendu is, is the first step to get us there. Zendu enables sidechains. So uh, now that uh, Zendu has uh, met this major milestone, and as we continue growing our team, uh, we've been going through, at least from the product side, uh, going through a, a little bit of a, a reorg and adjusting things uh, just to uh, be able to onboard developers uh, quickly onto our team and to just make work a bit more uh, efficient on our and, and a big thanks to Zane and John for leading this effort and transitioning us to a more agile approach. So we've completed the first part of that organization. Uh, we've formed the tools team, which I've mentioned before. And the tools team is, is a, a very important uh, team within the, the product uh, department because the, uh, this is the team that's going to be creating developer tools. Uh, for both sidechains and the main chain uh, and for developers to to uh, creators to to be able to build on our ecosystem with ease and i've uh, and, and of course right now our the focus of the tool team is is into compatibility which we are moving along very nicely on that uh, but we will be expanding that uh, as we also uh, grow the team and just move uh, once we migrates into to mainnet we will be expanding their tools uh from themselves we've also formed an a team called that we internally call the sidechains team and they are the team that works with design partners to create sidechains uh on specific use cases called zk audit and game chain among others uh that we've had also working with our partner dash and uh this this sidechain team has also transitioned to an agile framework so we're going through a little bit of a rework or, uh internally uh, and uh, and just making making this transition very smooth. So the the sidechain team is working on a project called Zeni, uh, and we've announced that. And John uh, gave you some insights last time. So Zeni token uh, continues being refined in scope. The big part of uh, last week uh, that happened was a collaboration between uh, Alberto and and others, just to uh, and Zane and and bringing the team together to make sure that the design of this any token enables multi-token so initially it's going to be a single token but we want to make sure that we uh, have the ability to have a tokenization platform uh, that is able to issue multiple tokens in itself and uh, that's it for now thank you guys 
Thanks, Rosario. Let's welcome now Rob for the leadership updates and the Q&A session. Hello, everyone. I'm also here in the Milan office uh, with our with the, the usual crew and our special guests visiting. Uh, for OPSEC purposes, I won't mention anyone else other than uh, Gustavo, who's already been announced. Um, but yeah, some, some really big news. And and you've already heard uh, Vando mention the Grayscale Horizon Trust actually had a public quotation issue or announcement today, which is just absolutely huge. Now, just to go a little bit into the details for what this means, this basically means that, or not basically, this means that shares of the Horizon Trust are now publicly available to anyone with a brokerage account in the United States. So you can buy Zen through this vehicle as easily as you can buy a stock, a bond, shares of a gold trust uh, in on the marketplace. So it's a huge step forward. And to my knowledge, there, there are only nine total products like this available on the market, at least through, through Grayscale. So it's a really big step for us. And it really opens up the ecosystem big time to participation from people that are just uh, maybe a little nervous or hesitant to get directly into cryptocurrency and have a wallet and, and go in and manage private keys yourself or even open up a cryptocurrency specific exchange. Now you can just go to your traditional brokerage account in the US and you can buy Zen. Uh, so it's a huge step forward and huge thank you to the Grayscale team, obviously, but also on our side. I want to do a big shout out here to Dean. Uh, Dean actually did a, a, a a huge amount of work on the legal side, just prepping documentation with Grayscale to submit it to regulators. Uh, and finally, on this, this is a big signal, I think, um, you know, to the marketplace in general, that we are one of the handful of projects that has been through uh, rigorous regulatory scrutiny, at least for you know th this specific product that Grayscale has released. So that's a really big deal overall, and just wanted to highlight that a little bit more so you guys can understand the, the implications. So two two other big themes that we've been have been going around here internally as we're just driving through a bunch of strategy conversations over the last couple of weeks while I'm in town. The two big themes are compatibility and interoperability. So as we are ranking projects and going through priorities for 2022, because we already have a, kind of a ridiculous uh, roadmap for the next few months leading to the end of the year. So everything everything going through 2021 is really set in stone, and we're just in execution mode. But what we're doing is we're planning uh, quite deeply what we're going to be doing this next year because we realize how important of a, a, po uh, a point in our history as a project this is because we have been going for a long time now on uh, transforming ourselves from a, a cryptocurrency-based blockchain now to one where you can do a lot more on it. Now we need to think very carefully through what is that lot more going to be, right? How are we going to enable it? So as we really decompose the, the big... The big uh, mandate was opening up the ecosystem. Well, opening up the ecosystem, I think, is greatly facilitated through compatibility and interoperability. So, uh, to you know, now that we're getting Zendu to mainnet, and I see there's a question on Menti that we'll, we'll answer specifically in Q and A. But just to reiterate, what is Zendu? Zendu is an interoperability protocol at its heart which means that fundamentally we can have many different blockchains launched in our ecosystem that are networked with each other. And by networked, I specifically mean that we can have Zen go back and forth between main chain to side chains and in the future, hopefully side chains to side chains. Um, and it also means that we can send proofs from side chains back to the main chain and have them verified in the main chain for other types of information beyond just Zen. 
right? So this is what Zendu is. Zendu is not in itself a blockchain. Zendu is not in itself a specific consensus. In fact, it's actually consensus agnostic, which is part of its the power of Zendu, actually. We're not delivering something very specific here. We're delivering something general and uh, massively scalable. Um, now, what we're doing is we're we're not just delivering this interoperability protocol. We're delivering a specific set of consensus products with it. And here's where we get into talking about some of the things that you've already heard the team talk about, like like PGD, the the fast uh, you know fast Ouroboros consensus that Alberto mentioned recently with a thousand transactions per second capability. Here's where we talk about things like Lattice, the fully decentralized you know recursive proof um, your know, Ouroboros version that, that we've been developing. And it could also mean plenty of other different types of consensus will be launched in the Horizon ecosystem, and they absolutely will be. Even things like having an Ethereum virtual machine are absolutely capable with Zendu, but this is not something that you're going to get out of the box with Zendu. So I just want to set expectations, but also set the promise for the massive, you know, kind of opportunities that, that are you know, right in front of us. Now, because we have such a large opportunity set, we really do need to think about how we're going to focus our resources. And this is why we're thinking through strategic themes, again, compatibility and interoperability. So as we're doing this, we, we are very much aware that there is that there has been an amazing amount of innovation throughout this industry across the board. Right? You can look at the you know, top product, projects out there, not just Ethereum, but other projects out there that have had really big breakthroughs in specific technology and really big breakthroughs in communities and de like developer communities and applications that have been built on them. We are we have every intention of leveraging this to the max and, and doing what we can to be completely interoperable and comp uh, compatible with everything that's been going on out there. More to come in timing and sequencing is really what it comes down to, um, but some really good conversations we've been having here. So to wrap it up, I do want to say that we have been absolutely re relentless in developing this project and this ecosystem. Think we're constantly laying foundations. And even just this year, just to highlight a few of them, besides the, like the, the deep technical foundations that we've been laying with Zendu and then all of the other products and projects that are going along with it, uh, the different types of consensuses, we had a Coinbase Pro listing. And then we had a Coinbase listing. And now we just got a, a Horizon... Uh, in investment trust shares issued to the public marketplace, right? So there's these are things that are are unique and in in combination really do set us apart from other projects that are out there in the marketplace. There are plenty of really good ones, but there aren't that many really good ones, right? And and we certainly are are laying the groundwork so that we're in that set and constantly innovating and constantly expanding access to our ecosystem and just the maturity of it across the board. So that's what I've got, and we can open it up to any Q and A. I don't know if we have any questions come through on Minty. Yes, we do. Uh, thank you, Rob, for the updates. And as well, thank you, everybody, for contributing with your questions. So I see some very good ones and very specific ones as well. The first one is, what can we do on Sendu on Testnet? Have I had another one? Pretend you're a white hatter or someone who wants to build. Okay, uh, let's say that, uh, okay, on testnet, what we, are, we have released on, on testnet is the full Zendu implementation. So this means that uh, the Zendu node on testnet, uh, let me say, implements the full protocol that is uh, described in the paper. So, for example, you can you can build uh, a sidechain application that will provide that. I mean, will have his own 
uh, history, okay, completely decoupled from Mainchain, but then able to interact with the Mainchain and exchange coins with the Mainchain by, let me say, in a decoupled way. So, uh, for example, by providing a certificate with a zero-knowledge proof uh, that validates such, such transfers. So, the first version of the SDK is already compatible with the with the with the main net uh, with the sorry with the testnet uh, version of Zendu, and uh, is providing let's say let me say a, a specific proof for for the certificate. And so you would be able, for example, uh, to launch or to customize the SDK um, to with your own specific logic. Uh, and then uh, provide, let me say, the, the certificate, having the sidechain providing the certificate uh, um, to the main chain ex and exchange the transfers between the two chains. So this would be possible uh, uh, from, is already possible testament right now. Um, the next step will be to uh, release, uh, I mean, other two things in parallel. I mean, uh, one is the, uh, as we, as Rob mentioned before, uh, the FAT consensus, uh, let me say, version of the SDK. And the other one uh, will be, let me say, the, the full uh, proving, uh, let's say, the full history proven uh, SDK version that will generate, a, uh, let me say, the most complex uh, zero knowledge proof that proves the whole history of the sidechain. So, um, let me say this is a uh, let me say a panoramic of what is is possible right now and what will be possible in the in the very next future. I don't know, Rob, if you have anything to add. No, that was great. Although Angie, for FYI, I do have a little bit of a bonus uh, thing that I want to say at the end. Of course. Okay, so let's see. Uh, the second question is: um, Can we get a note? Node technical requirement roadmap before the release of Sendu for hardware planning purpose. Okay, uh, I don't know, Chronic, if you want to take that. Uh, Chronic, not yes. you are online listening. There is a question. Let's see. It's. Uh, I mean, we can we can. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Chronic uh, gets ready. I'm resuming the question. So it's: Can we get a no technical requirement roadmap before the release of Zendu for, for hardware planning purpose? Yeah, for, I mean, for sure. Uh, we are, uh, as I mentioned previously, we are uh, already preparing the documentation for the partners. So uh, we will also create a, a specific document uh, that uh, declares. The technical specifications for running the Zendu node, let me say, in a uh, in a way that uh, verifies block and all the things in a in a in a fast way. Um, and so we already had some uh, tests, performance tests, benchmarks uh, that shown us what are the minimal requirements, and uh, uh, we're currently working for having a document that uh, will uh, uh, will specify them and inform all the node operators about uh, the minimal. Perfect. Back to you, Angie. Uh, can I just jump? This is Rolf. Can I just jump in and add a, a little bit more to that question? Um, and the, the reason it's asking, because a lot of us uh, folks that run nodes run it on, on older hardware, and the uh, newer versions of Zen are using some specific uh, capabilities that are in newer um, microprocessors. 
And so, for example, I'm ordering two new servers with new um, newer Intel processors to to be able to do uh, the the new version of Zen. Um, it would be nice to know, though, if if like there's going to be future requirements, perhaps for Lattice or other things that are going to use uh, even newer parts of the processors, um, because I don't like to buy equipment that often. So if there's going to be something maybe six months to a year that comes out so that I would, instead of buying a four-year-old server, I would buy a three- or two-year-old server just so I, I knew that. And I think that's what the question for, for the roadmap is. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, Rob, uh, totally agree. Uh, I mean, during the development, uh, we have been uh, uh, very, uh, let me say, careful in um, not, uh, let me say, making the um, computation too expensive. Uh, so we worked a lot on uh, finding ways for optimizing, uh, on the, from the node perspective, the block verification. And these include, let me say, also some strategy for even batching the the proofs within a block. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know if it was to mention, but uh, even if we have, uh, let me say, a bunch of proofs, a bunch of certificates in a, in a, in a, in a block coming from different sidechains even, and, uh, and so we developed uh, a mechanism that is able to, let me say, uh, optimize its, their verification uh, in a way that is able to, to batch them. And uh, uh, one of the most expensive part in proof verification is done just once. So uh, we expect not to be, uh, how to say, too impacting in terms of requirement, but for sure there are some, uh, the, the oldest one, uh, the oldest PCs uh, are not going to uh, probably uh, be enough. But yeah, uh, I totally agree. We have to uh, speed up the um, the, the publication of the of the document in a way that everybody, let me say, can can upgrade uh, a, a, as soon as possible. Good point. Thank you. Yeah, and Alberto, this is Ralph again. So, and so totally agree with the idea of using the advanced features of, of processors, and so I fully support that. I don't don't have an issue with it at all. Um, it's just we know that Lattice is going to be different than Zendu, and there might be other things in the future. So, if, if there's even um, uh, other features of processors that aren't for sure being used, but are may be considered, that, that'd be good information also. Right. And yeah, I would add either, even another thing. I mean, on the on the uh, sidechain side, the sidechains node that are going, so I'm not uh, speaking about node operators just running the uh, uh, Zendu, but maybe uh, node operators that are running a sidechain node instance, and that will generate, if they want, uh, even the proof, uh, even the proofs, um, I mean, they, uh, the proof generation mechanism uh, is, uh, let me say, uh, optimized uh, in a way that uh, leverages uh, GPUs. So uh, even node operators that have GPUs will have the possibility to, uh, let me say, uh, increment uh, their performances in, 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 in the generation of the proofs and having obviously more rewards for that because it's uh, uh, it's going to be a more efficient the proof generation but this is just, let me say it's it's separated from the from the zendu release but i mean something that uh, maybe can be useful just to mention here cool thanks thank you back to you Angie. awesome and the third and final question is what is the current timeline for zendu now when mainnet and sdk release 
Well, uh, so we, we mentioned this in the previous call. We're scheduling. It's looking like we're we're going to be going live the first weekend in December is when we're targeting. And with SDK releases, I don't know if Alberto, you have anything uh, more specific than that. I mean, the, the goal was to cluster these things, but we are kind of uh, you know doing some original work here. Right. So, um, I mean, beyond the, the, the um, let me say, Zendu release on mainnet that uh, uh, is uh, proceeding as scheduled, we will have the SDK release that is proceeding in parallel. Uh, I mean, um, and this will be uh, maybe uh, a little bit later than the, the Zendu mainnet release. Um, but so, uh, but I think that in uh, in the in the next few uh, months uh, is going to. Uh, so publish also the SDKA release that will provide the full proof of the history. Also, because I mean, in these um, in these months, we have been also focused on uh, providing uh, the solutions for for the for the projects that we partner with, and uh, these are also an, an important part of the of the things that we have been doing in these months. Because uh, show, uh, I mean, for example, uh, with Celsius uh, the uh, how the sidechain system is powerful and what are the uh, possible use cases that uh, uh, we can uh, uh, we can build with. So we have we decided to uh, provide precedence to these projects uh, because uh, I mean we saw the value of having real use cases out there and uh, that shows uh, uh, I mean how how the Zendu uh, model uh, can be used. Great. And before we wrap up, I know there's a special announcement that Rosario would like to make, so I'll pass the mic to her. Hey, Angie. I'd like to introduce a new team member. He's uh, part of the tools team. His name is Sean. Sean, uh, would you like to just uh, introduce yourself to our community? Yeah, thanks, Rosario. Uh, yeah, my name is Sean Gould. I'm really excited to have joined Horizon, especially at this time when um, there's so much exciting new technology we're we're bringing into the world uh and deciding to come to horizon i was really persuaded by just by my interaction with with zane uh with my interaction with with rob just seeing how thoughtful they were and uh how seriously they took you know uh blockchain's potential for good um in the world and uh i'm really really excited to be learning about um you know the the use of side chains and you know the incredible value zero knowledge proofs bring to um the trustless nature of the blockchain and uh yeah it's it's been great this is my second week and uh i'm excited for all the learning i'm doing great and so excited to have you on the team and uh, back to Rob. All right, guys, I am going to make the most bland unannouncement of an announcement, but uh, basically <laughs> what uh, th there was a, a very important design session earlier today for a project that some weeks ago I mentioned to you guys that we had two big BD projects in the pipeline. One you've heard about already, which was the Board Ape Yacht Club that Horizon Labs is, is partnering with and, and doing a, a big, uh, really big project with. But the other was something that is still unannounced. And Dean, don't worry, I'm not going to announce the, the particular project. I just wanted to say that the, the design session happened today that, number one, I was forbidden to join. Rosario wouldn't let me join because she wanted the guys to focus. 
But I, I did get a debrief afterwards and just really fantastic. This other project that's ongoing did. If it works out, in, it looks like we're going to be able to deliver something that the target is by the end of the year, have a POC working with a very prominent project in the crypto space and also a, a very prominent bank on something that is very cool that they're looking to decentralize using zero knowledge. Um, so a lot of really f- fun stuff going on. And that's probably all I'm going to say. So basically announcing that I'm not really announcing anything in particular, but hey, it's really cool. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for providing your updates. Uh, so this is it. Thank you to the community that joins us every week for the latest Horizon updates. Remember, we do this every Monday uh, for uh, everyone's awareness of the project. So have a great uh, week, everyone. Bye.